Good morning. Welcome to Money Talk Extra with me, Peter Lewis. Today, we have some tips for you on building your wealth from one of Hong Kong's experienced private wealth advisors. Jimmy Lam is asked about some financial magic by one of our listeners. And I speak with the MPFA about their new online platform, which helps you analyse the performance and fees of your MPF funds. As always, you can get in touch with your suggestions and questions by email, moneytalk at rthk.hk, or go to our Facebook page, Money Talk Extra, on RTHK Radio 3. Building wealth is a bit like losing weight. It's not always easy, but it's simple. In fact, there are three straightforward principles you should know if you want to increase your wealth over time. You need to make it, you need to save it, and you need to invest it. Three things we've talked about many times over the past two years on Money Talk Extra. To delve further into those principles, I'm joined now by Enzio von File, Private Wealth Advisor at St. James's Place. Good morning, Enzio. Morning to you, Peter. What are your tips for building wealth over time? The first one has to be to understand what you are spending. Many people build wealth by saying, oh, save, save, save. We're not denying that. But you first of all have to understand that you could only save if you rein in your spending. And if you don't have a knowledge of what you're spending on every week, then I really think you are not going to be able to save. And many people fall into that trap of saying, I must save, but they don't know what they're spending. So that's really the first key step is to keep a weekly ledger of what you're spending on. And that then gives you a self-imposed discipline because off the back of that, you can also create a budget for yourself. You know how much goes out for the rent and the mortgage and all this kind of stuff. And then you at least know what you're spending on. So you should actually go and write it down. And people often tend to be surprised, don't they, when they do write it down, just how much they are spending. On Shockingly, yes. And it is very, very easy to get into, especially internet spending binges. And I think that that's very, very important that if by, by physically writing it down, your muscle memory will tell you, will remember for you what you're spending on. Women tend to be, of course, as usual, much better at this than guys. Yes. And I'm, even the richest people in the world are actually very frugal sometimes when it comes to spending, isn't it? So that does seem to be a secret of, of building wealth. Well, they're also, they're, they're also frugal because they're not used to losing money. So it's mm. the opposite to somebody who for an extra dollar means a great deal. For a person who's rich, losing a dollar means just as much. Now, you, you mentioned making a budget. How do you go about doing that. Okay, very simply, you figure out, first of all, what are your major outlays every month? It's not every it's not every itsy bitsy piece of thing that you're spending on. But you've got things like rent, you have perhaps a mortgage, you have perhaps insurance costs, you have pocket spending, that's where your weekly ledger comes in, you have holiday plans, holiday travel, so that you really, those are the big chunks, really the rent, the mortgage, the insurance, the holiday spending and the pocket spending. Before you can spend it, of course, you've got to actually earn it, haven't you? Yes. And, and, and save enough of what you earn yes. um, as well. If you're just starting out on, on your career, what sort of thoughts do you have about trying to make sure you maximize your earning potential? Well, you could only really be good at what you, you could only be good at what you enjoy doing. The, I get many people, young people in particular, saying, what should I do one day? And I keep on saying to them, the market will tell you what it wants you to do. I never wanted to be an economist, but the market told me that's what I'm meant to be, not 
so so terrible at. So that's what I do. And I think that that's the key thing is to do something that you enjoy doing. And then you have to have a lot of discipline to keep that enjoyment going. So that's the first step. The second step is in this day and age of multi-tech is not to undersell yourself. I think that you have to have a fairly healthy sense of self-esteem to earn what you should be earning. Mm -hmm. I know that the politics these days are getting even more vile because the margin compression off the back of the internet is, make, is making a lot of jobs redundant. And thirdly, study something relevant, please. Don't study basket weaving 101 and then hope to become the job of the, the, the general manager of AIA. It's just not going to happen. So as well as doing something you enjoy, should you also consider, though, whether that pays well as a career? I think that the pay follows the enjoyment um, in most cases. I also think, though, that you need to be very aware that you have to then in your exercise of, of in your exercise of life of living then within your means, because mm -hmm. not every job is going to pay as much as another one. I found in my career that the further up you get, the more feminine the career gets, the more EQ is demanded as opposed to the thrust, so to speak, of IQ. And I think that that's very, very important just to remember that you must also hone those people skills, not just the IQ. And presumably you also have to think about once you've chosen your career, something that you do enjoy, how are you actually going to get there? It's all very well saying I want to be an, an NFL player, but you need to have a, a plan, don't you? God gave you one mouth and two ears and a tongue. And so I think that it's very important to always be talking with people about networking yourself. And that really is from the age of 17 to 20 on. And I forgot one thing, Peter. Let's not forget vocational training. Cars don't care if there's a recession. Cars will break down. People will get sick. People get old, regardless of whether there's a recession or not. So just because it's a vocational subject does not make it a bad subject at all. Forget face and all that. It's a recession-proof job, and we all need people who will repair cars, who will do the plumbing, who will do the fixtures. Those are recession-proof jobs. So please don't leave those out of the equation when preparing for a job. Now, as you get older, your financial circumstances and your requirements change. Often one of the biggest changes is you get married. Yes. How does that change your uh, ability to build your wealth? Well, the, the outlay is double two and a half fold because you've got the wife. And then if you want children, then you also have the kids coming on. So you have to do a whole new dimension of planning, which is one in case you happen to fall over or get very sick. So you need critical illness, life insurance, things of this nature. So you need much more insurance. And secondly, you need much more savings for your child's education if, if you want to have kids. But at least with the woman coming along, it's always important to remember that women account for 70% of any economy. And that goes to say that they are the ones who suggest going shopping. When do guys really say, let's go shopping? It's a woman's thing. Shopping consumption, laconically for an economist, is 70% of any GDP. And so it's the women who drive the economy. What else is new? But that's how they do it through the shopping. So you just brace for more outlays. So you're earning money. You've learned how to save uh, that money in the right way. And you've now got some left. It's time to think about investing it, isn't it? What will be your advice there? The key word that comes to mind is regular savings. Do not spend and waste time on trying to forecast markets. You're speaking with a professional forecaster who's been doing in the forecasting game for 40 years. It is 
really not going to work that well because you can't be consistently right. So regular savings and frankly, a few ETFs do the job. Some well-run pensions, some well-run company pension schemes may do the job. 86% of them underperform. So you need to be with groups that are very good at investing themselves. But I think that ETFs on the whole are not a bad thing. Regular savings don't try and time the markets. So one big message here really is that there's no quick and easy way to building wealth. It needs long-term planning and strategy and, and you've got regularity. to the, regularity. The regularity. Regular regular ledger of keeping track of your savings, regular savings and regular investing and you're there. Enzio, thank you very much. Thank you. That was Enzio Von File, private wealth advisor at St James's Place.